It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey guys, Gronk here, calling a 30-second hair huddle. When it comes to tackling hair loss, Hims has you covered. From clinically proven regrowth treatments to thickening shampoo and conditioner. Just go to 4 for a free consultation. Then a licensed medical provider can help you with your game plan. If prescribed, Hims ships directly to your door. Get your hair back in the game with Hims. Try today and get a 90-day money-back guarantee at 4 Just go to 4 slash NFL. That's 4 slash NFL. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. You are locked on Packers. I feel like we can run the table. Do. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Floats it. Your team. Oh. Every day. Touchdown. You are Locked On Packers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski. I cover the Packers for SB Nation and Packer Report. I cover the NFL around the internet. And you can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how today on the show. Hey, what do you think we're going to talk about? More draft. We are going to talk about more draft and one of the big reasons we are going to do that is because Arif Hassan who does the Lord's work over at the Athletic he puts together every year puts together a composite draft board and I've done this on this show a couple different times but he is exponentially more thorough with it he incorporates 50 draft boards I use like eight now I happen to think that I use eight really smart, really consistent, uh, really talented evaluators. And so I like the way that that I do it. But wisdom of the crowds theory, et cetera, et cetera, would suggest that the more people you include in it, the better it's going to be and the more accurate it's going to be because you're, you're squashing those outliers. Someone thinks Trevor Lawrence is the eighth best player in the draft and that does not skew your numbers. That stuff is important when we're trying to put together averages. Anyway, what I thought would be fun is to do a mock, and and we'll do that. I'm going to get to that a little bit later. But the other thing that I did, and this is tying into something that that we talked a little bit about yesterday. So I mentioned that conversation that I had with a, a personnel person, longtime personnel person. And he said, you know, look, people think that these boards are 300 guys and they're not. You have your group of guys that you like, that you want to take. And it's usually 100, 120, 130 on a good day. Okay. Now we had long held beliefs about what we think Green Bay has from a threshold perspective with these different positions. Spaces that they like to get to with these guys. Okay, don't take corners under a certain height. Don't take receivers under a certain height. Don't take offensive line who are under this level of lateral agility based on testing. These are things that, that we have had years of evidence. You know, the beauty of Ted Thompson being the GM for so long is we really got to dig into the averages and the the underlying data of like, okay, what do these picks have in common? 
And what it turned out is, you know, we have all this information and the information I think is generally important. And I think we can use it moving forward. They have some things, some drills that seem to be more important at certain positions than others. They really like the short shuttle and three cone overall. They like fast players. We know that. They also like this relative athlete score. We've talked about this on the show a lot, RAS. And, you know, Ken Laplatte, who put it together, said, you know, whether or not they look at my site, you know, I, I doubt they actually go to his website. Teams tend to put together their own athletic metrics. And his working theory is that Green Bay's is very similar to his. And, and the stats bear that out. They draft off RAS um, or whatever version of it that they use as much as any team in the league. They consistently have the most athletic drafts based on RAS. They clearly are prioritizing these positions. And so I thought, okay, let me take this consensus board, which has 300 players on it, and overlay Green Bay's preferences and find out, okay, how many guys are they really looking at here? If we take out the seventh round guys, the UDFA types, that board goes from 300 to 123. From 300 to 123. And I think that speaks to how we hear teams, you know, they get accused of reaching. Well, it's like, okay, they had a, a certain profile of player that they that they wanted to get to and they felt like these guys had these grades and they might have only had 10 guys in that round with the appropriate grade and so they they got the highest guy on their board this is why you trade down okay no one left got to go up or got to go down to get our guy so in the first round there's only 26 guys who were first round guys who fit Green Bay's profile. If you want to close that gap a little bit, there's also three quarterbacks on this list. I took Mac Jones off because I just don't see a situation. Like if 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 the Trevor Lawrence bong video came out and he starts falling, would Green Bay take Trevor Lawrence? Yes. If the Justin Fields or the Zach Williams or the Trey Lance bong videos came out and those guys started falling would green may take them hmm hmm so i kept them on the list but you could take those four guys out and now you're looking at 22 guys and you know it's it's the the usual suspects and Green Bay's board is going to look different than the consensus board but i think it's just a good way of tiering these players of trying to figure out okay who are the guys in these ranges and there, there's a nice, you know, 25, 26 guys in that second round range. But basically after that, the, the field gets smaller and smaller. Why? Well, because the best players are usually the best athletes. And so more and more guys in every round are starting to fall off. And that's just the nature of it. There's fewer than 20 third round guys. There's only 13 Fourth round guys that fit 
Green Bay's profile and our fourth round type players based on the consensus board. So this informs the way that Green Bay is shaping its draft. Because if you're thinking, okay, we're, we pick at 135 and 142, and there might not be any of these guys left. I mean, none of those guys might be there 135, 142. So how could we use these picks better? Well, maybe by moving up to get to 21 or to 18. You want to jump the Bears to get a corner. J.C. Horn starts to fall. Caleb Farley starts to fall, and you're okay with those medicals. You want to move up for Rashad Bateman. This is an important part of planning your draft. And and there is, I think, some nice depth. Fifth round, sixth round, where Green Bay has a bunch of picks. There's a nice group of seventh round flyer types and potential undrafted free agent guys that Green Bay could go after. I, I went only nine RAS and quarterbacks or above, eh, with some exceptions. I'm, I've fudged a little bit. There's some 8-2 guys, some 8-5 guys, some 8-8 guys, but basically all really good athletes. And I've got, you know, almost 25 of those guys. Well, you can only take, you know, one or two. And then you're trying to get priority free agents. So if you're looking at this draft going, okay, there is this huge amount of first and second round picks, then maybe it does make sense to move up. Because you feel like, okay, you you give up those assets. And in the second, you have to feel confident that you can backfill that lost value. You're giving up two fourth round picks. Those could be, you know, you have a 50-50 chance, let's say, of of getting a a decent player there. You have to feel like you can backfill that value. Well, if you think at 62, you can get a good player, then that makes it a lot easier to justify moving up with those fourth round picks. So I think that's that's something that's really important to keep in mind here when, when we look at the board, when we look at Green Bay's needs, the way that they're handling all of this, and the way that they think this is going to fall. This consensus board might not be their board, but it could actually be really useful to them to say, okay, this is the consensus on these players. So where is it fat? Where is it thin? Where are these guys concentrated? Who could be going off the board ahead of us? Trying to find those roadmaps. And the draft, of course, is unpredictable. And, and NFL teams' boards, isn't gonna, they're not all going to look like this. But it gives you a roadmap. And I think it also helps you look at and say, are we, are we way out of left field on some of these? Do we think someone is the 12th best player that the consensus board thinks is the 45th best player? And if that's the case, Why? Why are we the outlier? Because, as we've said on this show a bunch of times, history tells us you are not going to outsmart the league. You're not going to outsmart the consensus, at least not on any kind of consistent basis. Chasing outliers is risky. So you better be damn sure you know. You know, I had a basketball coach in high school say, if you're going to take the first shot off the first pass in a possession especially against his own, it better go in. So if you're going to bank on these outliers, you better be right. You better be right. You better have a good reason to bank on those outliers. So how does this actually apply to what the draft could look like? 
Let's talk about that in a second. This episode is brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy to that special person in your life. This collection features high quality, fine jewelry that will surprise and delight and fairly priced. So you can give that special person something truly special, something truly meaningful. If you're on the hunt for the perfect unique ring that that person will treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out and they won't be around for long. So go find them by searching the words 10 by 10 only at bluenile.com. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. It's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, coconut brownie. Chunk is back. You guys have been so incredible at buying these Built Bars because you realize that they're so good. They're having to keep these things in rotation because they can't keep them stocked. You guys are loving the built bars and I love to see it because I'm I'm only getting positive feedback on it. And if you haven't tried it, why not? What do you have to lose? These things are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft, they're easy to chew, they taste incredible. And yet, they're low calorie, low sugar, high protein and high fiber. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for a 15% off at BuiltBar.com. This year, the Locked On Podcast Network is partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft live. Get insight and analysis from Locked On local experts and the Draft Network's national experts. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL Draft YouTube page to watch live three-day coverage of the NFL Draft April 29th through May 1st. So let's get to the mock as this was playing out, and it was a really fun exercise to do. As this was playing out, um, there were a lot of really good players that that looked like Green Bay was going to be in range to draft. And there were a couple receivers that looked like they were going to make it. There were you know some defenders that looked like they were going to make it an offensive lineman or two that Green Bay could have interest in that I thought would make it. And after we got past Pittsburgh and Jacksonville, I went, okay, it's time to pull the trigger. And it was the perfect time because the way the draft played out is Cleveland didn't really have an intuitive choice to make. They could have taken Zayvon Collins. This is an analytically driven team. I don't think they would love to do that, but what they would probably love to do is trade back. So, uh, it just made sense. Hey, the Browns don't have a great pick here, so we're going to trade back. And guess what? The Packers were all too happy to oblige. Greg Newsom, cornerback from Northwestern, if they're going to trade up for a corner in this draft, I really think it's going to be Newsom in the first. It's going to be Newsom, Horn, or Fairley. Um, those guys had gone off the board. The consensus uh, board really likes them, so... It is the case that at 21, the Colts take Caleb Fairley. I could have traded up to 21 to get Fairley. I, I don't know that Green Bay would do that. And I actually think that that the Colts would really want to take him because he's just such a great zone corner. And, you know, he could be, could be truly the best corner in this draft if he stays healthy. That's exactly the kind of move that I think Chris Ballard would want to take. What, what I think ends up working out well for Green Bay here 
is if you get to 26, whether it's for a corner or a receiver, you know, I'm looking at my mock now. Baltimore at 27, I have them taking Bateman. New Orleans at 28, I have them taking Tony. So those are two teams that need receivers. So if you want a receiver, you got to jump them. The Saints might be in the market for a corner. Having lost Janoris Jenkins, Marshawn Lattimore is in a contract season, and they play in a division with Tom Brady, with Matt Ryan, and okay, Sam Darnold, but Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, that is a potentially potent offense. You need some corners to slow those guys down. And if you're a Saints team thinking you're going to be a playoff team, you got to stop Russell Wilson. You got to stop Aaron Rodgers. You got to stop Dak, Dak Prescott, Matthew Stafford, Kyler Murray, et cetera, et cetera. It makes sense for Green Bay, whether it's for the corner or for the receiver, to move up. And it, it will not cost a lot. They have 10 picks. It does not hurt your overall draft value to make that move. So they, they go up and they do that. In the second round, things once again break right for them. And it's not just who they get at 62 when they get Diami Brown. And and I, I was talking to Tex Western, my editor, about this. Like, I did not game this. Okay? I had a Fatu Malifanu to 50, at 56 to the Seahawks. I, I tried to follow the board as best I could and still get teams players that could help them. So it wasn't like I was scheming this up so Green Bay gets this idealized version of the draft. But at 62, it's Diami Brown. But I think what is important to, to also note... The next pick, Jabril Cox, the linebacker from LSU, a player that I think Green Bay will have some interest in. 64, Quinn Miners from Wisconsin Whitewater, who can play guard or center. Outstanding athlete and is just an absolute dog in the trenches. Green Bay at 62 could have some interest there. Barrett Browning, the first pick of the third round, the linebacker from Ohio State. Green Bay could have some interest there. Amon Ross St. Brown, potentially. Peyton Turner, the edge from Houston. There are a lot of guys right in this range that could be available to Green Bay that they could like. And, and diverse choices. You know, not just, oh, they're, 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 there's going to be a good receiver. No, there's, there's two quality linebackers, an interior offensive line, and a receiver. Two receivers, really, depending on how they feel about St. Brown. St. Brown is a little uh, less athletic than you would like a little less athletic than Green Bay traditionally likes. But he's really good. He's really good. And I think he would be a terrific compliment to Devontae Adams. I didn't put him on the hot list because not only did he not meet, you know, some of the specific thresholds, but doesn't meet the relative athlete score threshold, Diami Brown does. Then we get to the third round. Green Bay at 92. They had one obvious choice here. And that's Milton Williams, the defensive lineman from Louisiana Tech, who I think can play five tech. I think he can slide inside a pass rush in, in on passing downs. He is someone who, you know, in a lot of these drafts, you're seeing go in mocks of fourth, fifth, even the sixth round. I don't see it. I really don't. And in this situation, Milton Williams was the best player left on the board. You know, a couple of players that I think Green Bay would have interest in go right ahead of them. The Rams at 88 take Brady Christensen. The Browns um, at 91 take Walker Little. Uh, the Steelers at, at 87 take Tom, Tommy Tremble. 
The Titans in 85 take Kenneth Gainwell. The Jets take Paulson Adebo. There's a group of guys right there that, that could all fall to Green Bay, but they could also go right in that range because a lot of these teams have some similar uh, needs and profiles. You know, the Rams play a similar offense. The Browns play a similar offense. The Vikings play a similar offense. And those are four straight picks right ahead of them in the third round. The Jets at 86 play a similar offense. The Titans are playing a similar offense. So it'd be nice to get your offensive players early so that you could add a Milton Williams here at 92. If you if you you know told me a month ago that you had to use the 92nd pick on Milton Williams, I would go, well, the mocks say that's not true. Well, guess what? The mocks are full of shit. No, um, but it is the case that those mocks change a lot. If you if you just do the draft simulator over at um, the, the draft network today versus a week ago, it's wildly different. It's wildly different. They have their final boards from all the guys. And so the boards have changed. And the guys that you're able to get are changing. And this is why the hot list uh, exercise is so vital. Because Green Bay is going to love 100, 120 guys. They're going to fit their profile that, that they think can help this team. You just sort of don't worry about it. You pick the best guy. And if, if you have some similar guys, similar grades, similar tiers, assuming there, you know, there's not some big difference, you know, the, the top of one tier and the, the bottom of that same tier, you take the guy who can have the, the most impact on your team. That's how these teams view drafting. And so if Green Bay came out of the first three rounds, I only did three. If Green Bay comes out of the first three rounds with Greg Newsom, Diami Brown, and Milton Williams, it would be backflips at 1265. And I think it would be backflips on Packers Twitter. Because you handle really your three most immediate needs. Because if David Bakhtiari is ready for week one and Matt Schneidman, by the way, dropped that little nugget in a piece this week. He said, yeah, I think I think Box can be ready by week one. It's a nine-month injury. It happened in, what, mid-December. That's mid-August. Could be ready. You have Bach, you have Billy Turner. You don't need to take that tackle right away. And if Elton Jenkins, again, for the millionth time, if Elton Jenkins is your future right tackle, you don't have to do anything. Now, in this draft, yeah, maybe in the fifth, sixth, seventh rounds, you try and find someone you can develop. Maybe you use some fifths to move into the fourth, try and find someone that you like. But you also have faith in Adam Stenovich, who has done a terrific job developing these young offensive linemen. I think even developing Billy Turner, finding spots for him, being willing to say, hey, we want you to play multiple spots. That kind of stuff really matters when, when we're evaluating these players. Because, you know, in a, in, a, in a different team with different coaches, you may just say, eh, I don't know about this. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know if this coaching staff can make it work. Luckily for Green Bay, their coaching staff can. And in this mock, you know, I, I think the package I put together, 135 and 173 plus 29 to go up to 26. You still have 142. So maybe someone falls a little bit, someone that you had a top 100 grade on. And, you know, you end up getting a, a guy all along that you, you know, maybe would have been happy with at 92. Or maybe you use that other fifth round pick 
to move up a little bit in the fourth to get into the 120s or the 115s. Again, Green Bay has 10 picks. 10 guys are not making the roster. So they can afford to be a little bit flexible here. And, you know, this, this draft just happens to set up really nicely for them given their needs. And that's something that we can be cynical about. But the truth is uh, they have a chance here to really remake this roster and not remake it. Remake it is overselling it. But to put the finishing touches on a roster that even if, you know, most rookies are bad and most rookies are bad, there really are one player away, half a player away maybe. And so if you can find you know, one and a half players. Now all of a sudden you go from, hey, you know, we think we can do this to, hey, yeah, we're the favorite again. And we're really good. And they are really good. And and you have to worry about us. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, MLB, NHL, they're all in full swing. And... Bet online even covers award shows, TV shows, reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get a 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. That's right. Just for being a listener, this online sportsbook will give you money. Just give you money. You put money down, 50% deposit bonus when you use the promo code locked on at Bet Online, your online sports book experts. Hey, listen up, FanDuel Fantasy players. Your day is about to get 20% better. This is Vinny Iyer, host of Lockdown Fantasy Football here on the Lockdown Network, and I have an offer for you. Start playing fantasy this football season, and FanDuel will give you a 20% bonus on your first deposit. That's up to $500. That's a big-time bonus, and all you need to do to claim it is to make your first deposit on FanDuel. I love the fantasy contests they have on FanDuel. So many different ways to play, cash games, tournaments. I like to challenge myself there Take my fantasy football knowledge to the next level. Many different types of game formats. You can pick from main slate, single game, best ball, snake draft, and you can even play private contests with your friends. There's an awesome slate of games on hand every single week. You can get the players that you don't have in your redraft leagues into your lineup. Try to get that big-time return on investment. Every week is a new chance for you to win big at FanDuel, and that's what I love about it. Experience season-long wins without the season-long waits. Sign up today at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to claim your bonus and start playing today. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Agent location restrictions apply. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires after 30 days. The Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey is happening now. Featuring analysis from NFL experts like Michael Irvin and Brian Baldinger, our local experts for every team making trades and picking the next stars for their team. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is your new audio home for sports, podcasts, music, and the news that matters to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. All right, we're going to be back tomorrow, and uh, we got some fun stuff coming up here. Uh, I want to go over the hot list a little bit more. Um, That's coming out soon. I have a piece coming out in the next few days about how with the perfect Packers pick at every spot, that is something we will go over. And then I'll have a final mock draft next week uh, where I do the whole first round um, and, and 
I, I say, okay, these are the guys I would pick. It's, it's my first round mock. And I don't care what you think. No, I do care what you think. And we'll talk about all of that coming up next week. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to hit us up on the Locked on Packers fan hotline, you can do that. 920-341-3775 to stay Locked on Packers.